Hi, and welcome to Vibin' With, brought to you by Puzzle of Color. Today we're vibing with my friend, Kwanzaa Edwards. A San Antonio-based painter and illustrator, Kwanzaa Edwards has been honing her skills in figurative painting since 2014. Originally an abstract painter, Kwanzaa blends her abstract style with the experience in figurative illustration, bringing about a unique marriage of her skills. The fantasy aspects of her work draw in the viewer, letting them see not what they are outside, but what magical and powerful being resides within. And uh, without further ado, Kwanzaa Edwards. Great to see Kawaja. It's been a minute since we got to like actually talk. Besides, like chop it up. I mean, we, we text and stuff, but well, uh, like you said, I went to Lamar University. I've been an artist for like I I've been painting and drawing for a while. I can't put it into years at this point. Just let's let's just go with about twenty seven years. I don't know. In year twenty eight, something like that. <laughs> I'm 29. I'm 29. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, I didn't. I didn't start taking it seriously till about 10 years ago. Art's always been like a part of my life. So yeah, well, so you got the pennies behind you, the whole little. Why setup. wouldn't I try to make it, make it as artist? Yeah, my whole um, den of chaos back here. This is what I like to call it. <laughs> I uh, love like, it. It's a great name. It's, it's it, it it looks chaotic, but I have I have a system. I promise. Yeah, of course. Of yeah, course. that's how we all. I just uh, creatives work. Yeah, it's it's just a mess right now. <laughs> that's about it. I'm just a weird person who paints. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I love. I I did not understand your Instagram name until like oh, yeah. a couple of weeks ago. So your Instagram is Empty Holiday. And you're, I love that. Like, explain how yes. you chose that. <laughs> okay, so, um, well, if if you anyone does not know, my first name is I'm named after a holiday. Like, it, hol if you ever heard, like, look up the holiday Kwanzaa. If you don't know, like, it's it, it's a thing. A lot of people don't. A lot of people like do not know that exists. But then, like, there's always that handful of like, oh, Kwanzaa, yeah. So, like, when you have that name as a kid, and kids find out that you're named after a holiday. It, the jokes just never stop coming. So I'd have like kid, kids would just call me holiday all the time. And so like me being my little emo self when I was like maybe what, 16, I was just like, I was coming up with like an Xbox gamer tag <laughs> and I made it and I was like, I just want something edgy. Cause I can't think of, I wasn't trying to do anything like very violent. So I was like, I'm empty inside, so I'm gonna be an empty. <laughs> and the name has kind of mm -hmm. stuck. Like I, I can't think of another like another yeah. username for it. I love it. So I'm an empty. <laughs> I'm hollow inside. That's like that's, that's what I like. I love that name. I love it. The definite the, the reason behind it's all. I dig it. I I don't know. Just like a. I don't intend on ever changing it at this point. Just gonna have that emo username for as long as social yeah. media exists. Like lean all the way in on it. Yeah. <laughs> Embrace it. Yeah. <laughs> you're so you're from uh Port Arthur, <laughs> Texas. So how do you how has that influenced you growing up as far as like yes. the things you're interested in as far as like, you know, Port Arthur's the home of the trail, of course, you know that. But uh 
Is that how you? I was, and I figured it with. I had it as, as K Dub because I thought it was a funner name to say. It's just so cool. I like to short to give people nicknames like that. But uh, yeah, how's it? How's it supposed to be for Port Arthur? Well, there's not much to it. Like Port Arthur, just it's a small little town. So well, not small. It's I guess it's yeah. kind of a city, but there wasn't really much for me to do as a kid. Like most of my childhood was just uh, going to school, going to church coming home and when you're home a lot and your mom's out working and your grandma's babysitting you and you have nothing to do but watch tv and stuff you just kind of you just kind of i spent a lot of time in my own head is what i'm saying so just and i'm like i'm my mom's only child so like i didn't have no one to really play with so it's like man there wasn't a lot there wasn't too many kids that lived in my in my on my street that i could go play with and my mom wasn't about me roaming yeah. the neighborhood so so that, that helps you stay at like, home and like came up with these little ideas yeah. so that's how you kind of got into art just being at the house or how'd you say you got into art and finding your style that and i was just like really hyper as a child too like uh my mom makes this joke about me doing art she's like i gave you a pen because you wouldn't sit still and be quiet <laughs> mm-hmm. in church yeah, that's and me like, too. That's, and, you know, and look at 100%. me now. That's why. I, that's <laughs> and why. me, actually, to be honest, you know, that's what you do. <laughs> Entertain the child, so that we can, so we can get our message in. <laughs> I used to always like draw. Exactly. Draw exactly. Is either that or I fall asleep and exactly. don't be embarrassing me. <laughs> fall asleep in church. I would get so always whooped into trouble because I wouldn't like just sit down and do nothing. I had to be either I had to do something because I was a kid, like ADHD. But like, yeah, I definitely drew a lot. I had the comics, do a lot of comic drawing and stuff like that. So it's definitely a good way to keep your mind active as a kid. It just lets you, t- I guess, distract yourself from when the parents don't want to be around, be bothered with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, um, back if the backtrack to like the uh, Port Arthur thing. If anything about it affects me now, it's like uh, Port Arthur is like really close to like, it's not super close to the ocean, but like, a beach is like a 45 minute drive from where I grew where the house I lived in. So like if anything now, if I ever see, if you ever see like sea themes in my work, it's kind of inspired by that now. Mm-hmm. Cause I kind of miss the ocean. I miss beach. I like the beach, cool. but that, that was it. That was the other thought yeah, I had. No, you're good. So uh, my, my, the question everybody wants to know is how does it feel to be the inspiration behind puzzles of color because <laughs> we tell everybody in our interviews that I you were that you i all think whenever we came up with the idea of the company it was like i want a puzzle of one of quantum pieces and that was the the, the light that yeah. started this fire <laughs> so how does it feel <laughs> well now that i know <laughs> this i just thought you wanted more puzzles of representation okay now that I know this, I'm freaking honored, really. Cause like, I, I like, cause people will come to me with like ideas, like, "Hey, you should put your artwork on clothes. You should like put your artwork on bags." Like, cool, cool. Puzzles were never like the I, was never one of the ideas that people would tell me. Oh, put your artwork on a puzzle. I, I never thought about yeah. that. So it's just like to know that this inspires someone's business. That is. That is mind blowing. <laughs> yeah. Really. Well, thank you for the inspiration. <laughs> right. Okay. So, what is it about Black women that makes 
it's so competitive that you want to create all your artwork around that. Not all your artwork, but a good chunk of it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> really, because the like it goes back to like how I started. Because when like if you look at my work. You, if you saw some of my work in college, it's like a lot of it was just very um, abstract and just random stuff. And before then, I would draw like I would make up like, you know, kids who are into anime and cartoons would make up their own characters. And I would yeah. always make up these characters. And my mom would ask me, it's like, why aren't I would never draw like black characters because I I would make excuses too. I'm really embarrassed about this. But like I was like, it's too hard to color the skin. It's good. It looks awful. And I'm like, OK. My mom would ask me, like, why don't you do it? And I would tell her that. And she kind of just dropped the subject. But um, it's like, I think just after I finished school, I just started, I was trying to, like, you know, you know, you finish college and you're trying to like look for a job and stuff and get your life going. And I was teaching and I was just started picking up my paints and stuff again. And I got curious, like, you know what? I've like, I like art. I like portraiture I love like pop surrealism art but one of the things I noticed in that genre is that there are not a lot of black women shown in that genre mm -hmm. like when you if you look at any pop surrealist artist it's always these waif looking white women or somewhat some sometimes Asian very little black representation in that area it's like okay so let me so one day i just like picked up my pens and stuff and i just start drawing that i was like okay like let me see I'm, i got some watercolor here i'm gonna paint this and turns out i really liked it yeah. like drawing like painting brown skin is so much more interesting to me yeah and i get that question i get this question a lot. I was like why don't you don't do white people anymore like um I, I can, it's just, no, no offense, but it's kind of, it doesn't keep me as engaged as trying to understand how, how to paint like darker skin tones and just paint black women. Cause I don't, cause I, I didn't see that much growing up. I didn't see that much in taking art history classes. It was just like, yeah, yeah. I was like really just upset by that. And once I started painting it, I realized like, this is fun. I need to do this more. And what, that was maybe what, uh, 2015 and I can't stop. Yeah. <laughs> like if, if I don't have a black woman in my work, I'm like, what am I doing? This is, this, this is not engaging yeah. me anymore. Hang on. It kind of reminds me of like, well, like when, when the CBS this morning and Gail King was talking about how, like when she got a black doll, she at first was like, she was, didn't want it because you're just not used to seeing it. And like she mm -hmm. kind of had to grow into it, and and even when you're talking about like he only drawing black white people before, like I know, well, I remember as a kid that was like I used to to draw white people or not draw but like you know coloring books I would have I would color them white, and my mom was like, well, why aren't you coloring any black people? And I was just like, I don't know, I'm just that, that's what I see, that's what, you know, and, and and it was it was really that's like one of the the memories that sticks in my head like that I had to kind of like come to terms with or you know like accept the the, the black skin that I'm in and, and 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 start to see myself in the world and and that's you know a big reason why this company is so important um for for younger kids especially to see themselves exactly basically that's like all I really just want to do is just like uh 
just see more of not only myself, but I want other people to mm -hmm. see themselves Definitely. in my work. Especially growing up like <laughs> where we grew up, we see a lot, it's more white predominant. So it's good to have, you'd feel, you feel like an outsider if you don't see your people and then you kind of like, you know, as a race or as people, we usually cling to people like yourself. So you have a, like a small community of black friends that you make, but overall you're like surrounded by what you see a lot of white folks or other people. <laughs> yep. Luckily, like Port Arthur and Beaumont yeah. is just yeah, hella black people. Definitely. <laughs> that. So I never had that issue. I, I never had that issue until I went. I want to say I went to till I went to Lamar and I started going wow. to college. I was like, okay, I'm in the arts oh. department. There's maybe two other black people oh, in the yeah. fine arts department. What the hell? <laughs> okay. like, well, we kind of covered that. It's like six of us, eight of us. But uh, yeah. Yeah, graphic design was like six or seven of y'all. I'm like, okay, and we have just one or two other black I can't think artists, of like visual, like a. I remember artists. who else did fine arts besides you? That you that you mentioned it. Uh, okay. I remember too. I don't know if you want me. To <laughs> I know. Like, I kind of want you to, but I kind of like. I guess I don't know. <laughs> we'll leave that for later. Mm -hmm. But uh, actually, for me, like going to Lamar, it, it was like awesome. HBCU because like on campus. Uh, if you stayed on campus, it was like a lot of the, the black students. But when you're off campus, like you just. If you lot, commuted. Then yeah, if you commuted to work, to school, white. sorry, uh, you had a lot of more of the white, white students done and stuff. I think. Yeah. All that people. Same with the University of Houston. It was like, if you stayed on campus, you saw, well, and of course it's changed now since they like require people to stay on campus, but like it's a very much a commuter school. So like a lot of the actual students that lived on campus at the time, it was predominantly minorities. And then, you know, but the campus overall, and when you look at the ratios, it's like, oh, no, it's actually not that high a black black population. It just <laughs> yeah. feels like it because we're all on campus. <laughs> you do, you're yeah. right. I'm not gonna lie. Like when I the few times I'd go to like the dorms or near the dorms, I would see yeah, more black people. Exactly. Them. I was like, I all live on campus. And none of them were from Beaumont. They were all like when I found out you were like from up near Dallas, right. I'm like, wait. It, it thought of, it clicked for me. I was like, "How? How y'all found this school?" Because <laughs> I I met like other people from like Houston. Like y'all y'all came all the way to Podunk, <laughs> Southeast Texas right. for school. I I, reason, I went to no yeah, yeah. But I'm not knocking them. I'm not locking knocking them. I'm just yeah. like, y'all yeah, found no, it. It's weird, That's a good Because I went there. Well, I I went to like uh I guess <laughs> what do they call it. Like a college fair or something? Like, no, nah, it was like actually the school. I guess we just toured the school or whatever, I guess. I don't forget what it's called. But anyway, I went there and I had a solo friend from my school to Allen who was going there too. So I was like, well, that's it for me. I, I'm going here. Yeah, I know somebody. It's got my program and it's, and it's got a friend of mine. So <laughs> I was going to go. And after that, I went. He jumped around the first semester. But I stuck around. <laughs> I stayed there, made friends, made new friends. Like yourself, <laughs> uh, other art students that were just so great. But uh, yeah, I, I, I had a great community out there, and I got to go to China to Lamar. So I, I think I'm, my time with Lamar was definitely uh, well, well spent. Yeah. How would you feel like? Let me see. Wonder how. Yeah. How do you feel being trained, like going to actually university, getting a degree, a BFA at that? How did that affect you as a artist? Do you think it was worthy, or would you have rather been like self taught and like, you know, yeah. just go straight to Instagram to make your art? You know. It impacts my Which networking. Very good. But I feel like in this 
age, in this like digital age where you can pretty much YouTube yeah. anything at this point, it didn't make too much of a difference, but it did give me that socialization that yeah. I needed as an artist. Cause you don't get, cause once you graduate, you don't get that now. Like I can't go to critique nights. There are barely any mm-hmm. going on right now due to COVID, but just, uh, it has like helped me like um, yeah. be able to talk about art more and kind of just understand it a bit better. But like I said, we got technology, we have YouTube. You, 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 you kind of don't need a bachelor's degree in art. <laughs> I hate saying it. I enjoyed my time there, but I feel bad well, saying it. You, like, know, you don't right. need I it. I will at this say because I, I know I feel bad saying it too. But like I think about like there are a lot of jobs, and don't get me wrong, because I have a lot of engineer friends who will bite my head off for this. There are a lot of jobs that you can learn and do that don't require a degree. Like for instance, I I went to school for hotel and restaurant management, and when I when I graduated, they were like got this degree but where's your experience like they wanted you know like depending on what you're doing experience is much more important than the education but college is so much fun <laughs> <laughs> and you get the experience you get you it is an experience it's a growth curve when you're in college like yeah. you're you're interacting you're getting exposure to so many different people that you would not have gotten in your own town like just people from all over the world so in that way you know, college is definitely still worthwhile for that purpose. What, you know, whether or not it will help you job specifically, you know, it, it may not be the case, but it does help just overall with your growth as a person. Yeah. Like you said, networking as well. Like, yeah. I mean, if nothing else, I've made a lot of great friends through I agree. school and I agree. like people who are like able to obviously work with like, like yourself, go out to get to work with you on this project. So I mean, if nothing else, I got that from the time there. So I feel like school, depending on what you want to do and what you try to get out of it, it might not be worth like going to get your BFA or going to get your like say degree or something so not like technical, like I guess uh, engineering, I guess maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be worth it, but you can still nothing else. You can network, meet people, explore your your interest, and just learn new things in general. Like because. Like there are like religious things you can learn from there. Just that's where you learn. Like I mean, well, you know, I learning get get into politics. Like where you yeah. learn like different viewpoints and like you oh, kind of. Yeah, I feel exactly. like college is like a good bubble where like you have the chance to have those hard conversations without like the judgment of like you're canceled because <laughs> like that's where everybody is learning and sharing ideas. You know, it's, it's <laughs> very much like a think tank. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I definitely can see that. Do you, do you like William? Do you feel like um, if you you would still be would you still be a graphic designer if you I didn't think go to so. Lamar? Uh, I honestly, the skills that I learned from Lamar, I like self taught, self learned. Like you said, YouTube. I did a lot of that even during my time there, just because. Or as the teacher, but like as far as like kind of like you said it before, you learn techniques and learn like more detailed meanings behind like color theory of course that was a car class for me because i was it's a freshman level class i took it my senior year but i was so busy so that was a terrible idea because <laughs> uh, <laughs> that takes so much time and i took sculpture two of my senior year or sculpture one which was like i don't have time for this stuff <laughs> uh but in general like you get to learn like all these little the language the art the, the art world speak 
things that you wouldn't really necessarily learn just by YouTube. I mean, you can learn them, honestly, but it's totally different when you get to learn it in classroom. We get to apply it immediately to, like, it's like, it's like just a chance for you to experiment with your style that. and learn your stuff, like, and learn what you like to do with design. So it's a, free, a place where you can do it and not worry about, like, if it's the client work, you're losing, your, you're messing their money up or something like that. You know, you just yeah. you know, mess up something, it's okay. It's a, it's a class assignment. Yeah. You yeah. learn, you do better. So at the end of the day, I guess it's still helpful, but I definitely think I probably would do, be doing a similar thing in design. Just I wouldn't know as much, and I'd be a lot be a slower learning curve. Maybe yeah, it'd be a different learning curve. I don't know. It might be further ahead though, because I wouldn't waste the time in school. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I probably I probably do. But I, I do feel like like for instance, I watch like makeup tutorials. I can watch makeup tutorials all day, and some people are really good at learning from there on YouTube. I need somebody to tell to teach me in person, like you know, like and so I think it depends on how you learn as well. That True, makes a difference. Like if you can watch something and then just do it, you know, even if you have to watch it a couple times, if you can watch something and, and mimic it, then that's then then YouTube University is perfect. Yeah. But if you're somebody who needs a little bit more, like <laughs> I need some more tailoring to me and what I and, and my learning skills, then then university that you know. That's something that will, will be beneficial. I agree. First of all, I kind of want to ask you this. How was the interview with Omar? Omar? Yeah, thank you. How was, was Omar? Omar? I know it was Zoom, so it wasn't Omar, like yeah. as cool as us to be in person. <laughs> Sorry. But uh, how was that? <laughs> no, it was really good. Like, uh, he's really cool. I didn't know he was uh, from San Antonio. And he gave me, like, a recommendation <laughs> to a uh, taco place. I feel bad. I did not write it down because I... I free tomorrow and i wanted to go try it but um yeah it was yeah, really cool yeah, he is. Like, yeah, he's he really awesome nice coming by the, you know when we got to do it in person at the house which by the way national news is on another level like oh yeah sound like light cameras mics. they took an hour and a half to set up and i was like <laughs> like they told us like oh we'll be there around 8 9 30 you probably won't film until whatever time and i was like Mom, you need to get here early to watch this baby because there's no way this is gonna take that long for them to set up. And it took that long for them to set up because they like really they didn't put, put a lot of effort into it, which is really cool. They made the whole scene, they like helped us stage some stuff, get the bring some stuff out to help stage it to make it look like pristine, of course. And, they, and it's funny because we were in a garage, right? And the people next door, I guess they were in the garage as well, and they had music playing. And like at one point they had to stop recording to go until they got to the music that bumped it too hard. So <laughs> it's funny, like it's like, compared to what we did with the local dude, we just did, like, he had a camera guy, and it was a camera guy and a, an interview. One camera with a hand mic. Let's had do like this. A, yeah, he had a light on the camera. <laughs> That's how they do it all over. Like, I've done a few local news interviews, and they all, it's just one dude with a camera yeah. and a headset exactly. that just connects 12 miles away to, yeah. to the studio. I'm like, Next how do y'all do this? National news is like... Awesome to find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was a very crazy. fun experience. <laughs> How does it feel to actually see it, yeah. like the pieces and all of that, like the box? Oh yeah, it looks it looks really good. Like I love how it's packaged. The box is just the box. Like I saw pictures of it, but like holding it in my hand just like blew me away. I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, this is like my artwork. Did you like, open it up ah! too? 
Uh, yeah, I opened it. Um, I have not took out the puzzle. Like, no, I lied. I did open the pack, open the bag, and just took out the puzzle pieces. I have no yeah. space right now to put it together. So at some point, I'm gonna get another table, and we're gonna make. I'm gonna put it together. But like, I just held them. It's like, ee. yeah, no, you're good. I, I'm good. Well, you know, there was a little controversy <laughs> with yours. Not controversy, but <laughs> there was a, some discussion with that piece that we chose because I was like. To boob or not to boob? Do we keep the nipple? <laughs> if you would have censored it, I would have been fine. Yeah. If not, well, you know, we, fine. We, William had two versions. Hey, I, and we and took it out at first. Oh, we took it out first. Or like at one point we had a takeout or a version where it was not. It was hit by a flower, I believe. Yeah. But and, and so like my we, my mom saw like the one yeah. without the boob and then she saw the actual final thing and she was like the boob is still on there didn't you guys say you were taking it out and we were like yeah <laughs> you don't want to sit to your art yeah and that's the thing it was like I was like well we don't want like people to buy this puzzle and then you know with with the with the boob out and then go to her website and be like oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah, so many no boobs. I was like, I want them to know what they're getting with this artist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would have been fine if you had censored it. I was shocked that y'all picked that one. I was yeah, like, you do know there's a boob in that one, right? No way. If they want to go with it, I appreciate you letting you want it, make a little it. changes to it. Obviously, like to make it fit. It's, it's a long, it's a much larger, longer piece. But I think I feel like yeah. the message still gets across. I think you feel the same. That it still works in a little, in its shorter dimensions for the puzzle. So yeah. I appreciate that. By the way, do you still have that piece? Yeah, you made it work really well. Yeah, it's awesome. it's chilling in the corner over we might here. Need it for but, we do oh, yeah, our it's still here. Because we're trying to do, you know, that was actually one of our our ideas for the future. Which, <laughs> if I cut this part out. <laughs> But we're gonna do like a gallery, like with your art, all the artists all together. Obviously, with COVID is not going on anymore, since that's a thing. Uh, <laughs> but we could like have the originals and then the puzzle. That would be dope. Buy the puzzle, you can buy the original. I don't know how you want to do it. Yeah. Artist discussion. But you know, just have like a big, big meeting, a big art gallery representing all the puzzles and the art, because we want to make sure they know that our puzzles are art and our artists make great work. You should support them. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I would be down for that. I'm pretty sure I'm going to have that piece for a while because, like, unfortunately, <laughs> when you do a lot of nudity in art, it's hard to just hang them up in places. And, like, like if a restaurant wants to hang up your art, you got to ask them, like, hey, mm -hmm. um, are boobs okay? So but, uh, and they were like, oh, we're kind of, tr we're trying to keep it family friendly. Yeah. I'm like, okay, <laughs> it's that one so what back is it in about the corner. For so, you that you always want to put it back. I was like, <laughs> What do you love about nudity? Oh, oh yeah, that might be wild. Okay. Yeah. I feel like it should be normalized. Like some aspects of nudity yeah, should really be normalized at this point. Like they they have a function. Like boobs right. have a function. Like they're not like I hate the fact that people make them sexual. So it's like just it's like yeah. the whole breastfeeding in public like discussion. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. why do y'all care? Yeah. Exactly. That's what they're for. <laughs> yes. It's fine. I don't know. I just like I've never been into drawing Ooh, yeah. clothes. Like that's why I haven't designed like a comic or like any type of yeah. story because I hate coming up with outfits and drawing clothes. It's so much easier to just throw a woman either on a canvas nude or yeah. just throw yeah. like drape a towel or something over. 
yeah. when you go through the process of drawing like, clothes. It's like a fashion statement in its own. So yeah. what kind of clothes you wear. Yeah, <laughs> that's too much work. And then, you, and then it's like, oh, she's wearing gauchos. This this was <laughs> clearly built, you know, drawn in 2004. <laughs> yeah, time stamps your Crocs. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. So you don't want to do that. <laughs> oh man. Just, yeah. just to show the type yeah, of the year it was. Speaking of type of year, how has your year been? I mean, with coronavirus taking over our plans and stuff. It hasn't been all bad. Like, it just kind of, like, March was, like, January, February was awesome. Then March happened, and it slowly just went, it went downhill a little bit, then went back up, like, I think around beginning of June. But then, like, mid-July just kind of was, like, um, a mm-hmm. low kind of boring point for me. And it hasn't really just improved much from there. It's just, it's just been just, it's been kind of meh. Um, the really just the biggest hit was just having like all yeah, my no, plans and events get canceled for like, the yeah. summer. With like, comic circuits. Yeah, for artists, we, gig workers, like, anybody. Uh, commission we work on. Uh, even that big, like you know, where we have all our artists, our artist alley being canceled. It's like well, the whole event being canceled. But just in general, like everybody's been just out of, out of luck all that. Mm-hmm. So it really affects people's business and money. Yeah. <laughs> Have you had a chance to make like a digital, like have you yeah, found I, a way to kind of digitize your the experience to kind of showcase your art? I have in ways like uh, like a lot of markets, they still try to do like kind of do everything virtually just uh, and like instead of they'll have like a, just their website will have all the artists and where you can chop from them. But um, and they'd have the artists come in, like schedule like live interviews on Instagram live or stuff like that. And that helped. That did, but it did, it did. It just didn't feel the same. Other than that, I just like tried to yeah. push my online shop a bit more to try to, like, hey, I'm doing this, doing this, and uh, I want. I tried to start my YouTube <laughs> channel in well, restart my YouTube channel in like, I forgot what month, but I started like uploading a few things, and then like I got bored with because like I hate. I realized I do not like video editing very much. It's just like, oh, this takes too long. I don't want to upload this. I don't want to edit this. So I stopped uploading. I did find some kind of joy in making yeah. like digital content was like on TikTok. on TikTok. I started like uploading artwork there and just videos of me drawing. Yeah, it got like, I got some traction yeah, like for like series. a good went viral, few, right? A good few months. That. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shoot, that's cool. It, it slowed down a bit now, but um. It's still fun. Like I actually enjoy making TikToks more than I would making like ten minute long YouTube videos. That's probably the beauty of TikTok. Maybe just need to make and like well, probably the attention span. That's probably why attention spans suck too. But (laughs) people love to like do TikTok now because it's shorter. It's got. I mean, you can make it as crazy as you want to be creative as great as you want to be, but it's also shorter. You don't have to worry about trying to make a really full length theater, you know, movie. So it's also a lot raw. Like it's more. Yeah. You don't have yeah, to exactly. do a fully well produced. Can, well, plus, like I mean, the it's way it's really done, like, you can kind of like you know the editing. You can pause it and then continue. Like that helps. Like you don't have to edit. You can just kind of film it pre-edited. <laughs> By the way, TikTok is way better than using Reels because Reels screwed us. Is retarded. <laughs> I was like, I never even used TikTok. Reels, but like I tried. Yes. We made a Reels for I one tried. of our videos for Puzzle of Color. We had like. We had something happen to our products, and we had filmed it. 
perfectly the first take. I was like, wow, this is good. All right, cool. I was about to like edit it. And so I went back on what I pressed the back button somehow and it was all gone. He was so mad. Like the night was over. Yeah. Like, I was so worried like, about, we're not even gonna post it. Like I was so worried about we're not filming, we're not doing nothing. Because I it's my phone is not an iPhone, so I do everybody messing up because they don't know how to my phone. And then I go back and do what I did, and then I ended up doing it. I was like, this is just ridiculous. It, it really people does. really love to see the process of stuff. So I think that's kind of why, like with your series that you did, people really like to to watch your your. I guess you like the one that, was, that I saw went viral was like uh, Capricorns or your size, or whatever. What kind of art they would be? That's really a cool concept, and it's like really fun to watch yeah. and also see what you thought of you know, your size, which you know, that's obviously its own little viral thing itself, but. I think like this big able to see art or see concept how things are created. So once we get on our TikTok game, we're gonna start doing our process of puzzles because I know that's gonna you know give a little something. <laughs> uh, yeah. That like that zodiac. You're talking about the zodiac series I did, and yeah. I enjoyed it. I had fun making them, but good lord, oh, yeah. what? what? Some happened? people on TikTok can be very annoying. I'll just put it. Down. So TikTok is used by a lot of kids, right? I'm assuming I got trolls and stuff too, because when that Capricorn one blew up, my page was getting slammed with people seeing my content. And of course, somebody would come in and report like my videos. Like I think I had every I had stuff on there from like uh I, no, it was like December of the previous year of 2019. And they got taken down. Like I was just showing a tour of my sketchbook where I just flipped through my pages, and it, it did have some nudity. I'll be I'll be honest with you, but it it would been up on my page for like ever. And when the when the Capricorn video took off, it all of a sudden it got reported. I have like wow. every other like every other video no, would get like reported. And I was yeah. like, <laughs> but then like I would get like in the beginning. I was like, uh, <laughs> then it got like yeah. really racist too. The amount of people commenting is like, why are they black? Ew, not black. I'm like, why are they always black? I'm like, do you see my hands? You can't see my face in the video. Yeah, like, you like, see my hand, right? Especially like you said. It was a troll. We're lucky we haven't had too much of it. Well, but but we've had enough that I'm just like, block, block, block. I'm gonna play in those games. I just I don't have the patience for it. And I also like, as much as I want to hear the feedback to an extent, I I, I really can't, I've kind of stay out of the comments. Luckily we're able to have, we have like somebody that kind of helps manage yeah. social media and can look at that stuff for us. Cause I'm like, I want to read, I want to read, but, and, it, and it sounds terrible to say, I want to read the positive stuff but not the negative stuff. Like, I don't mind feedback. I right. don't, but I don't tolerate hate in trolls. Yeah. So, I will delete somebody and I have a problem. Like, I got. We're not gonna have this conversation back and forth. Yeah. Delete and move on. And William's like, we yeah. should, you could have reported it. What? I mean, well, I will. I'll report somebody too. But <laughs> I'll delete it before I even have a chance to read the full sentence. Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought she was gonna reply to this email. She deleted. I was like, okay. I was like, I, <laughs> like, I, like I don't have to reply. That's, that's smart. I You're learned. Right. I don't have to respond to everything. That's true too. You I could, <laughs> but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I try. Like that's why I, I I try not to be one of those people on TikTok. Whenever I get like a negative comment like that, I didn't make I didn't make any like comment response because like I don't I, they don't need the clout. I'll just delete them, block them, yeah. just make sure just make them go away. They don't need the little exactly. satisfaction of getting a notification saying I responded to their 
being mm-hmm. common. It's like, you. nope, you don't exist. It's, it's, it seems like whenever you try to make anything, like anything a non, if you try to make a space for yourself or for your people, it there's always going to be someone trying to like, well, see, this is now if right. I did this and it was all white, and yeah, the roles were reversed, I'm like, can you not like put yourself yeah, at exactly. the center or something and just like, let some people be great? I, just I don't get mad about, yeah. I don't know, St. Patrick's Day or something. I mean, you know, like <laughs> you can enjoy it too. I mean, I would go out to parade. Yeah. People of all races can enjoy St. Patrick's Day. And if, you, if you're white and want to celebrate yeah. Kwanzaa, come on, enjoy this busy holiday. <laughs> do it. Do oh, that's it. Cute. <laughs> what kind of music inspires you? Being from Port Arthur. That's the PA. Is man. there is there Port Arthur special music that I'm uh, missing? Bud B UGK. Oh, oh! I should know that. I'm sorry. Oh my god! Yeah, I met Bud B before. Tough. I didn't know he was from Port Arthur. I thought he was from Houston. <laughs> god, they landed the trail out there. As soon as I brought it up. There is, there is some. I know who they are. I listen to some of their music, but they're not That's like fine. the biggest <laughs> influence in my work. Like, because if you're from there, you know, yeah. you should know who Bumby yeah. and Pimpsey and UGK is. Like, <laughs> if you don't, then Martha, what the fuck are you Probably doing? Fat. Excuse okay. my friend. But we don't censor your art. We don't censor your words. That's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised I, I got this far. That's the first customer. You know. I think <laughs> I, a lot of my music influences, and this is where another ties into just me being like emo and very just very just lame. I love pop punk music. Like um, I grew like I work like so. It started since my mother worked overnight, and I would have to. Usually she'd give me mm-hmm. some chore before she'd go to work. Like before she go to work and she used to be back at like five in the morning. And being the teenager I was, I would do wait till the last minute, oh, set an alarm Lord. about an hour or so before she came home to do a chore. And I would turn on the TV and this was the time when like VH1 yeah. and MTV played music videos all night. So 2000, like 2014, not 2014. Yeah. Is it 2000? 2005, 2004. I was just watching like Fall Out Boy playing on there, and that just became the soundtrack yeah. like, of my teenage years. And then it, it got worse when I got a computer yeah. and just started looking up all these other bands, like so, like pop punk, just emo, anything like that. There, there was the rap Paramore. mixed in with it. You huh? Care more? Say again. Yes. Yes, I did. I've I seen Paramore live. Avril Lavigne. It's really good live. Yes. I didn't get too into Avril Lavigne, but like but I did like... enjoy some of her songs. Just a lot of that. Go. Okay, uh, go. Mm, who else? Who else? Oh, Evanescence. Uh, Evanescence. Okay. <laughs> okay, go. Yes. Yes. And Evanescence. But um, it, 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 I, I flip-flop between MTV and VH1, and so like is a I have a weird knowledge of a lot of just 2004 2006 yeah. era music during uh-huh. that time <laughs> and it's really it's kind of if I feel embarrassed no, like, it sounds so lame music <laughs> uh, more interesting songs hey, everybody has different taste so <laughs> either that or like I feel like they'd be expecting something now I feel, yeah I feel like it'd just be they would 
expect me to listen to something more deep, which there yeah. are some things I listen to now that's a bit deeper, but that that was like the music of just my childhood. And then like what I moved on into, I still listen to a lot, a lot of pop punk type of music, but um, what there is, you go. like I have to pull up my Spotify. It helped, it'll help me out. What I've listened to recently is like I got into the weekend like for the a weekend. good so bit of time. What about like and I still have few his... What's his misery business? I like that song. Oh God. That... I didn't even heard of that song. Yeah. That's Paramore. <laughs> That's Paramore. William's like, no clue. Like, uh, you lived in Allen, Texas. Like, what's wrong with you, kid? Like <laughs> this was on the radio. I was I, I remember driving to school. In high school. I was in high school. I have like I I did like um internship at like the local uh hotel and like the two people that were in it with me were like really into rock and we would just be like blasting it on the way to the hotel during our lunch break to like go work there for a few hours it was yeah yeah the closest the closest i got to like really listen to pop punk i don't know if you consider it is kesha and it's not like because i didn't what? like it it's just like i don't know that's what i saw that i really heard that we that's a bit later song. in it but yeah that's why I think that's my studio. That's my studio year because me, me and my friend, my other friend William, yeah. were riding to school together. We loved that song because it was just so good for some reason. That what's the song? By the way, I have seen Kesha in concert. Primo stuff. She oh, was yeah. really good. <laughs> I saw her at like a Jingle Rock, Jingle Ball concert. So like it was like multiple yeah. people, and I, we didn't know oh, she was okay. even gonna be there. She was cool. a surprise guest, but it was it was really good. <laughs> it's different, yeah. What I have now, uh, I did get into yeah. Hamilton over. Summer of 2020, like listen. Oh, really? I I know all the songs now. I'm ashamed. I'm not. I'm not ashamed. Okay. It's. I, just I got into that. He is so good. I have not. I have, I I've seen my friends are watching it at the house, and I was like, listen. One day William was, was like, this. I would uh, watch my phone instead. <laughs> one day William didn't come over one like like it was like a weekend and I was like okay well I gotta cut finish cutting off these puzzles before he gets here and yeah I put my headphones in and I was blasted it's the room where it happened <laughs> damn it while I am playing puzzles and I personally people love it I'm just gonna it's so good you just sit down and like if like to to be completely honest it feels corny but I could go I give it a watch I I haven't watched the full thing I watched a little bit I was like okay I'm not gonna lie when I first saw it because like they came to town on my birthday a couple years ago and I wanted to go and I was like man is this just something that everybody's into but it's not, re- you know, like, like, is this just a bunch of old people that are like, oh, this is rap, you know? Right. <laughs> that's, that's kind that's of what a, I thought it was going to be. That's exactly how I interpret Like, and so I was like, okay, it's probably not all that. But I think that, like, I, I also think that the, the experience of watching on Disney Plus, like, the way they filmed it is very different than the experience of being in the theater. And I mean, I, and I'm sure that the theater is also really, really cool. But, like, the way they filmed it is so, so cool. It's and, better. Well, yeah, because I think from like angles above and like oh. these like, yeah, different like, angles are really cool. And there's also like a part when, well, like just like in general, the music is yes, mind blowing. But is, like they just the way they filmed it was was definitely much more like intimate than if you were actually in the theater. Because I know uh, I wouldn't be able to afford no good seats. I well, obviously, at back row, balcony. <laughs> it just feels like it would be something that like like if I don't like Broadway, I like musicals and stuff like that. It's not really my cup of tea. But like you have like so, some good like but, really great references and 
if I get them, that's good. But if I don't get them, what's it going to be? Well, like, like hip hop references. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And like you like learning things. All right, I will, I will, I will go ahead and play it, and I'll, I'll give you my review on the next episode or something. <laughs> <laughs> if you like listen to it, like it's, I find I enjoy it best when I'm working on something. Like whenever I was doing like computer yeah. work or like editing something. I would enjoy it just like in the background because I would just get into it. Like I would record myself drawing. And if you ever heard like the un the recordings where I didn't add music <laughs> wow. to it, you hear me sing I'm gonna have to, uh, <laughs> Put that on our playlist then for you. Yeah. Hamilton, I-, I actually I feel like maybe you should try listening to it and not watching it. Maybe it is maybe it's the theater thing that's drawing you. I had it on my phone for a little bit. I listened like actually listened to a song. I was like, Ugh, I don't hear this. Well, <laughs> there are some songs that are definitely better than others as far as like listening to them. They, 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 out of context, you can listen to versus like okay. they're like, oh, this is this is a song that gets through the, that, that gets you to the next point, but it really isn't a great song on its own. You know. <laughs> I'll I'll uh yeah. I just get to give a listen to it. I'm sure it's good. Next video is going to be a watch party, and we're going to watch Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> we have not done Instagram yeah. live yet. I think that's yes. what we need to do. Oh wow! <laughs> I feel like I might disappoint you guys. I'm like looking like I know he's gonna be looking like screw face, and then the gonna time. be like, like yeah, "You're yeah. embarrassing us. Get your get your musical like theater up." <laughs> I never was in the big. I mean, you know, it's funny. I. <laughs> I in high school I went to like a play as like a photographer. It was like a pretty cool day. I can see the appeal. Like people, I guess I know the people, so it made it a little better. I don't consider myself a theater person at all. Like there are there are some like there are some song there are some like um, musicals that I I will love. Like I love Hamilton. Um, I, I like I did like Sweeney Todd. Like I have all the songs from that. Um, um, let's see. I was going through like all my artists who I have like the most songs by. Um, William, you knew, you've yeah. heard of Kyle, right? Like Kyle. The rapper. Yeah, I like Kyle. It, it's a he's like I, I found him by like Charles accident. Gambino and I was like, what the heck the is this? Yeah, the little short film he did. Of course, I do like Charles Gambino. Right. Well. We got. By the I, way, I like Charles Gambino before he got famous. Though you want to hear a Charles Gambino <laughs> story? Not really. Charles we Gambino. went to his last concert of his last tour and he broke his leg or his foot and we didn't we didn't know like he he was dancing through it and then he was supposed to come back for an encore like we like we knew the set list because you know the internet and (laughs) because the internet so so we knew his set list and we were like all just waiting like we were clapping and standing and cheering for like 40 minutes the and then the lights came place. on and they were just like the concert is over everybody please leave <laughs> and we're like what because <laughs> he had like his three biggest songs left like, yeah but i guess they say he broke. yeah but we didn't know he was considered foot, so they like oh. he ended up he couldn't come back for the encore because he's like yeah, not considered an encore you know how you like they stage their encores like oh anybody want to come back down there i guess i gotta go yeah and, you know that's how we, i was like dang this is the longest um wait i've ever had for an encore <laughs> yeah and I was like, they turn on the lights, what are the lights for? Like, you know it's over when they turn on the light. Yeah, but I've been a Vito fan since like 2001, early, like his Coda Sack album with the camp and everything after that. It was, it was... I found him, I didn't know he, I found him like just, I used to watch yeah. Comedy Central a lot, so I'm into yeah. comedians and stuff, but I found his comedy special. 
with stand up. I was like, and he mentioned something about he's like, you listen to your own music, yeah. And like, <laughs> he makes music. <laughs> I just googled it one day. I'm like, oh my god, bro, I'm so uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know how I felt it. And that's how it that started. <laughs> but uh, I guess I found his music somehow on YouTube randomly, and then I realized. He- I thought he looked like somebody else who was on, on TV because I heard him mention something about being on TV. So I thought it was on a different show, but it turns, out, it turns out he was on Community, which is a whole other show I had to watch yet. So I started watching that, which is also a great show. Mm-hmm. But like everything, everything he does, I pretty much like. I'm sorry. He did, um, ah, what's the name of that? It's a YouTube channel. I think yeah. Derek Comedy. He was on there. Like he did skits yeah, like and stuff on there. That's, that's a, I didn't think that was him until like, a few years back, and I made the he connection. He made that, and oh, like, that was like his cool. basically his college days, just doing like you know weird stuff on yeah. YouTube, and like that's early YouTube, like before it was like actually YouTube. It was just like a platform to upload videos. Yeah, uh, and he used to talk about that, and like he did a movie based off of that. They got like a billion dollars to do a movie, uh, that mystery team movie, which is decent, if nothing else. <laughs> it's pretty good. I've heard of it, but I haven't actually seen it. It's cool. Yeah, and, like and he has like he's. On the soundtrack, of course, he has his own music on the soundtrack because why not? Uh, it's just no point in paying royalties, that boy you is, just pay yourself. He's a talented <laughs> man, to say yeah. the least. Yeah, I, man. I feel like he could pay too, just like what? Of course, he can. <laughs> <laughs> this show, as you know, is called Vibing With, yeah. and you have this lovely painting that is so well loved called to be loved when you think about like the time you were were working on that or when you just think about like looking at that what song or songs or artists would you associate with that piece i gotta think because i I remember not listening to music when i made that piece i don't i think i was outside well part of that painting started i had to go outside to do like i had to bring it out to my patio and work on and it's like nine o'clock at night and trying not to piss off the neighbors but um ooh, that that's a tough one because like i really that's a song and how and actually i don't think we even talked about like why did you name it to you? like yeah what's the inspiration behind the piece itself it was actually part of a small little, well, not small, the paintings are long and tall, but um, it was a series I did. It was for a solo show, and um, I had four identical size uh, pieces of wood that I was going to paint on, and they all had these names. Like, uh, um, one was called mm-hmm. To Be Despised. Uh, that one was called To Be Loved. Uh, the, other, the third one was To Be Dreamt Of, and the last one was that. To Be Sought. And I got the... I guess the I got the titles from um, what is that dude's name? He's so irrelevant now. He was actually that was actually com- kind of from a song. Um, Timbaland. Okay, so Timbaland. <laughs> oh God, he did a song, and I didn't. I didn't. It's on it. It's not like one of his popular ones on his album, and but uh, he did this song. And I, I, remind, I can't remember this. I have it saved. I just can't remember the song. I'm, I'm googling. Yeah, go it. I'm googling it right now. Yeah. Uh, I was really into it when I found out who sings on it because uh, he had, oh, he had Fall Out Boy on it. So it all comes it all comes back oh. around. Um, it was called One and Only by Timbaland, and um, it's not really oh. um, a very like self loving song, but like the oh. chorus was really because that's where those that's where those titles came from and it was just like that feeling of just like love myself like 
to be that feeling just to be loved to be like in your in your just being surrounded by love and just letting that wash over you mm-hmm. that was kind that was just kind of the mood and idea i was going for and with all the pieces of that particular piece of lyrics but um uh just like i was trying to just like connect all of those connect that connect those words with the feeling of the painting that's why it's looking like the colors are washing over yeah and because that's how i started the painting like i just like i started just throwing paint at this one angle on the piece of wood and um after after that is when i added the figure the background all of that i just wanted to have her just sitting into that wave just letting it wash all over Uh I don't know. <laughs> it's it's hard to explain it, but uh, that's kind. That's 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 a good. That's a good oh, way. That's great. Yeah. yeah. You know, actually, that's you. Oh uh, yeah, no, that was no, a no, it was great. No. I actually, you brought up something that I meant to ask you earlier about the wood. Like how, because the piece that we have for my mom is is on the wood grain, and like that's part of the beauty of that piece. It's like you see the grains of the wood. Like what made you start painting on wood versus canvas and all the different mediums that you can can use. Yeah, well, one, it's a lot easier to paint on wood. I hate, like, I stopped using canvas for a while during that time when I made that piece because canvas is a pain <laughs> in the butt. Like, it's, it has all this texture and all of that. It's That should be dry, okay. But um, it's, it's so, it just feels like it fights me. Like, wood, it just takes, it just takes the color so easily and smoothly. I don't have to build up layers just to hide the stupid yeah. canvas oh. texture but i don't know something about wood just felt it felt more sturdy like it felt like the rigidness of it made me like made it really enjoyable to work on because with canvas you just kind of like like tap you just kind of mm-hmm. bounces off you unless you get like a panel but um it was just something about just seeing like paint the colors like because i use like ink to paint on it and just it's so thin and like you can see that wood grain coming through and that I fell in love with just looking at yeah. that texture. It's a pain in the butt to capture in photos, <laughs> but if you see it in person, it's just like you get to see the just the the flowing grains and everything. It just kind of jives with the meaning of why I paint with ink and everything. It's yeah. just all very fluid. Cuz wood doesn't grow in a structured environment. <laughs> Trees don't grow in a structured environment. And neither does my Ooh, art. That's the heat. That's that, really that, that deep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the that was the sound bite right there. Yeah, coming out of my <laughs> Yeah, actually Richard, your your piece. My mom just loves the pieces you did for her, by the way. Like we try to get that to be a puzzle, but obviously she won't allow us to use it. <laughs> it's mine. Yeah, she's very uh possessive. Possessive, that's the word. But it's like in a great spot. Our house looks good. Everybody gets to see it when they come to the house. Everybody loves it. You're a superstar at our house. <laughs> the thing about that piece, when I put it online, and a few, I think a couple of social media sites shared it, and I had people in my DMs for a good few days trying to buy that piece. I'm like, yeah. no, this is for somebody. And they were like, asking, like, oh, like I can't, I can't sell this to you, sir. This is, this is for <laughs> someone. I, they didn't like. They offered. They asked, like, how well, how much would it cost you to make another one? I was like, for that yeah. size and that amount of time, I wouldn't give that up for no yeah. less than a grand. And they go, and they just go see it. Like, that's why I don't I thought. want it that bad. You know how that is. That's how all. Yeah. Yeah. I want that bad. That's what I thought. 
as heavy as that thing was, that's not heavy, but it's big. as big as that thing was, that's was I can't that take it. The video for reveal, it was pretty cool. I but, think it too. Yeah. Yes, you did. I still have that. that. I saved it. <laughs> like, what do you got going on now as far as uh, art you're working on or things you're working on in general? Where, where can people find you? In? Okay. Well, um, uh, right now I am trying to work on this yeah. thing behind me so like I can, I was trying to submit it to a gallery show. That's one thing I'm doing. Um, Right now, I've been January is a weird month because I just try, I was trying to go try to like rebrand some of my business side, but uh, this came into play. I still have to do like a few projects. So if you want to follow me, um, follow my Instagram, empty underscore holiday, uh, on TikTok, same name as well. Um, I'm not gonna plug my YouTube because there's nothing. There's not enough on there to justify you subscribing. Maybe that motivates you. It's like, but uh, all these subscribers, I gotta do something. Yeah, but I want to work on like another. I've got asked a lot if I'm gonna do a male uh, astrology series, like the yeah. like the ones I did with the with the females. So that's I I told okay. some people I would do it, <laughs> and I just I haven't had a chance to get started yet. But um, that. I was reimagining a bunch of Disney princesses too. That was a side project, but uh, that's where I'm, that's all my illustration side. My painting side, it's this painting, and I have a large one that I'm going to I'm, I'm going to try to start filming in February on me working on it. But uh, other than that, it's just it's just art vibes though. I'm like I have no like other than those projects, I I don't have any set plan. I just want to sit down and chill with my work. And because for so long, I, I felt like I was like drawing and painting for like yeah. Instagram likes or to get just to get more followers on that. And it kind of, not gonna lie, it's kind of poisoned my whole view of just doing my artwork. So I'm trying to get back to like this time in like 2016 where I just made art because I had nothing else to care about right now. <laughs> I didn't have to care about making money off it. I didn't have to care about all of that. So that's what I'm doing now. If you want to see me just do art do random art stuff you can follow me on there follow me on my tiktok uh my instagram my facebook if you just search up my name it should be like this first or second link you'll see yeah. it. it's like my art art's in the background okay it's fine <laughs> and so my website um kwanzaa edward kwanzaa k if you ever want to buy like prints or anything and I'm, my DMs, my email, and everything is always open. If you ever want to ask Don't like say questions, they're gonna be in your DMs so, now. I mean, I can if they get like rude and stupid <laughs> yeah. about it, I can always block yeah. it. Well, well, thank you so much for vibing with this cause. It's great to hear about your so musical taste, and <laughs> and of course, all things we got to speak about today. Yeah. How weird it is. There's, oh, there's a lot more like yeah, than just great. what I named. If anyone's actually curious, I'd yeah. make a Spotify of just just my top songs. We're gonna like create a Spotify but, playlist for all of the, we, like the matches your all the art, all the art matches the art. Also, with songs that you have, of course, so that you like and that you start vibe with or made the art too. So it's gonna be so exciting. I'm, I'm excited about that. So awesome, cool. Well, okay, Yay. thank you so much. No problem. Thank y'all for having me. Thank you for joining us for an episode of Vibing With. Be sure to purchase a puzzle by this talented artist at puzzlesofcolor.com. 
You can also listen to a curated playlist of music to pair with their puzzle on Spotify and Apple Music. Just search for Puzzles of Color.